<laughs> if you could be any Marvel character, who would it be? Mm. Oh gosh, I forgot the name. The one that, um, the one that has the. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. No, keep going. That's fine. <laughs> has like the uh, the stick and she's hitting people with it. The stick is hitting Red people. Hair. Scarlett Scarlett Johansson. Oh oh hair. oh! Black Widow. Black, Black Widow. Widow. Yeah. 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 What's funny is I I don't know much about it myself, so it's always a funny character question because people are either like this person or like <laughs> I don't really know. I don't know the answer to that question. We're here today with Yvette Luna of YvetheLuna.com here on Behind the Tunes at the Visible Music College Studios. Yvette, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you so much for having me. All right. So I was reading up on some stuff and it says you grew up in Mesquite, Texas. Is that true? Yes. All right. Now, now, I was reading up on it on Mesquite a little bit. And the one thing that kept coming to my mind is I am pretty sure my dad's a big horse guy. I'm pretty sure I, he used to make me watch rodeos that were in Mesquite, Texas on TV. Does that sound like something that is even real? Or am I making that up? No, that is so real. And I know this because I used to sing the Star Spangled Banner there. <laughs> Maybe I watched you. Maybe I watched you sing the Star Spangled Banner uh, there in uh, at the Mesquite, <laughs> Mesquite, at the rodeo there in Mesquite, Texas. Um, but I was reading up on some other stuff. And it's 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 a tree city. Did you know this? It's a tree city. It is it is named a tree city USA by the National Arbor Day Foundation for over twenty five years. Twenty five years, mesquite coming in hot with something about trees. I had no idea. <laughs> I don't know what it means, and I don't know if it's useful. But uh, but if it helps, you just feel free to use that. In anything that you need to do, and then. <laughs> And then I was reading the motto. Do you know what the motto is from, from Mesquite, Texas? No, I was never taught this in school. See? This is crazy. This this show <laughs> is both fun and educational. It's this is this is literally the motto. Real period Texas period. That's it. Okay. Mesquite don't care. Mesquite <laughs> says, listen, we're just here. We're here. We got our trees. And you come hang out with us, and you're gonna see what real Texas is all about. So there you go, there you go. And I'll, I, you know, I'll tell you one more thing that was very funny. I, I didn't, I don't know when this was, but uh, anybody under the age of seventeen is banned. This is by the Supreme Court. Is banned from playing video games unsupervised in public. So in public? Oh wow! Keep your Nintendo Switch in the car. If you go back to Mesquite for any reason to hang out, see family or something. Well, listen, that's enough about Mesquite, Texas. You're still in Texas <laughs> to this day, playing music, all that kind of good stuff. So how does Yvette Luna get into music to begin with? What was your start? Well, I started by leading worship when I was 16 at the small church in Mesquite that I grew up in. Um, but really I was inspired by my dad and his brothers. They used to be the worship team for our small 40 person church. Um, on a good Sunday, we had 80. <laughs> um, so we were, we were a tiny church. And so 
I was really inspired by them. And then once I reached of age, one of my uncles asked me if I wanted to be a background singer and sing with him. And so he taught me harmony and all these awesome music things. And that was the beginning of it. And God just continued to open doors. So that started, that was like 16 when that started? Yeah. So was music before even then, was that something that was like a passion of yours? Obviously you grew up, you said with your dad and your uncles or uncle um, playing music. So obviously you grew up in a home that had music. So was it always just something you loved? Yeah. Well, I always enjoyed being around it and um, hearing harmonies. I just, I enjoyed music. And so I was involved in music since I was, a lot younger. I played piano and I was in orchestra growing up. So I was always around music. The singing part, uh, I was very shy about. So it was kind of like a secret thing. I would sing when no one was around, um, just because everyone sang so well. And I was embarrassed, you know, but I loved music. So my outlet was with a violin or a piano. That was, I was about to ask you. So you're a violin player. Mm-hmm. How long have you played the violin? I've played for seven years. All right. So you're like, you're like an, you said orchestra. Did you play in like organized aspects with the violin and stuff? Yeah. So um, I started in middle school. They had an orchestra and I stayed in it till my senior year. You get to play violin in, in your school? Yeah. I'm yeah. so jealous. Mesquite. That's real <laughs> Texas. That's real Texas. Go. That's what makes Texas, <laughs> Texas. I, I did not have the option to play violin in my oh. middle school band. Man, what a bummer. So, you, 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 so you're always we're kind of in the background. And so your uncle comes to you and he says, hey, I want you to, what do you think about singing you know, as a background here in the church? I'll teach you the harmonies, all that kind of stuff. And so were you, were you nervous to begin to do that? Or is that kind of like, all right, I, this is something I want to step into now? That it was something I wanted to step into. I remember as a 13 year old, um, I just was so passionate about it, but I wasn't old enough yet. So once I reached 16, he was like, okay, I think you're ready. But man, I, I sang in the congregation. I, they probably heard me, but (laughs) they're probably get her a mic up here so we can get a little bit quieter. She's so loud. We can at least control her up here. (laughs) Right, And so you're singing there. So at what point where you're like, you know what, this is what I want to do. This is what I want to pursue with my life. Yeah. um, Well, it's so funny. I would have little prayers with God. So we were a part of a bilingual church and the Spanish service was a lot smaller. The English service was gigantic. It was kind of like a mega church in the, in that time. Um, And so I remember thinking, man, one day I want to lead worship at the English church. Um, It would be so cool. And then they had us come sing. And then God would just answer little prayers like that. And um, so it just, it was kind of a a little conversation I had with God, just sharing my dreams with him. And so eventually every little prayer that I prayed, like, God, I want to lead worship here. That would be so cool. And then he would open that door. And so it's been prayer after prayer after prayer. And then I ended up going to college at Oklahoma Baptist University. And I wanted to major in music. But at the time, my dad's like, not everyone makes it in music. You got to have a backup plan. And so um, I ended up majoring in business. But all of my extracurricular activities were in the music building. So I ended up spending a lot of time in the music building, was a part of shows and things like that. 
but it wasn't until I joined the worship team at my college. They have a touring worship team Mm -hmm. where I felt that God confirmed in me. Yeah. Like this is what you're supposed to be doing. Love it. And so I want to go back to one thing for a second. I don't think we we clarified at the beginning. So the small church that you were leading in with your uncle and your dad, that was Hispanic church. Mm -hmm. All right. And so that's so mind blowing to me. I'm getting pretty jealous here, Yvette. So because you get to play the violin, and now you're you're leading worship <laughs> bilingually, and I'm feeling pretty left out. But that's fascinating. And so that that church was a part of a bigger yeah. church, and and so y'all were leading there the Hispanic aspect mm-hmm. of the church. Well, that's incredible. Love it, love it. Because I know that you've got uh, songs out where you are doing those songs in Spanish. Is that a and I didn't plan to get here now, but let's just mm-hmm. talk about it now. Is that a diff like it is someone who can't do that, right? And is just over here jealous that you can. How difficult is like is that <laughs> difficult at all to go back and forth? Or is it just something you're like, this is just what I can do? Well, I think you can train yourself to if you practice enough to do it, but because I am bilingual, I do speak English fluently, or English and Spanish fluently. Um, because I am bilingual, uh, it's easier, but it's something you have to continue practicing. So if I'm not speaking Spanish for a long time and I start having a Spanish conversation, I'll forget certain words. <laughs> so, but I had to honor my grandma. My my grandma has always told me to continue practicing my Spanish. So if I didn't release anything in Spanish, she would probably get on to me. So <laughs> and that's fair. We got it. We got to Listen, we got to do what grandma wants us to do. We can't be getting in trouble with her again. We're here with Yvette Luna, YvetheLuna.com on behind the tunes at the visible music college studios. Yvette shifting just a little bit. Do you remember the first album you bought with your own money? Ooh, I think I think I might have done it on iTunes or something. Wait, okay, wait a second. So hold on a second. So see, I'm getting I'm getting nervous the more I do this show asking that question because you guys come behind me like, well, I've never. What is this album you speak of? CD? What does that even mean? Okay, yeah. yeah. So maybe I, I'll accept that iTunes, whatever. Make me feel so. So far, you got me feeling jealous and old on this show. That's all right. We're gonna bounce back. So what's the first album, even if it was iTunes, that you remember kind of purchasing with your own money? Now that I remember, uh, it probably was Jonas Brothers. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. So yeah, were yeah, they? Yeah. that was one of your, was that like a, a influence for you? Or is that just like, I just love their music as a human being, as a young girl? I just, I just loved their music as you know, I, I really like their music, but I remember Carrie Job was a big part of my influence growing up and I was getting her songs on iTunes. So, yeah, <laughs> I'll accept both Jonas Brothers and Carrie Job. And so, <laughs> so you mentioned Carrie Job as an influence for you growing up. Who are some others that were influential to you that kind of shaped you to who you are today? Wow. Um, well, Christine Kane, not Christine, yeah. sorry, Christine Knock. Oh, oh yeah, I was like, <laughs> I just, just watched the sermon with Christine Kane. So she was on the, yeah, so Christine Knuckles was a huge part with, yeah. um, and Natalie Grant. Oh yeah, huge, yeah. huge. Yeah, love it. All right, so staying in that vein for a second. All right, 
if you could open up for anybody, dead or alive, and think of it more in terms of you just kind of get to be there, you're just present in the day. You could open up for anybody, dead or alive, who would it be? Mm. I think it would be for king and country. Oh, mm -hmm. we could send some emails. Let's just send some emails <laughs> out. We can make this happen. If you're listening, everybody tag them and say, um, you know, come on for king and country. Let's make this happen. Let's make it happen. All right. We'll get a groundswell campaign. Next thing you know, Beth Luna is opening for, for king and country. And we're just making dreams. We're just here to make dreams come true here on Behind the Tunes. Um, and so going back to kind of as you're growing up, you're becoming a musician, you're singing in church. Do you remember the first song you ever wrote? Ooh, first song I ever wrote was probably because I was mad at my mom <laughs> making me clean. I was like, I was probably like 10 or 12. Okay. And I just started like, Oh, man, my mom's making me clean. And it was a horrible song, obviously. Um, but that was probably the first song I ever wrote. All right. So I actually used to write poems. Now that I think about it, yeah. I used to write poems All right. um, about crush in elementary school. So I don't know if that's considered a song. Yeah. <laughs> here's, here's, here's how I'll consider it. Well, did you ever write one about the Jonas Brothers? No, I didn't. Okay. Well, no, I don't <laughs> count it then. We're going to count the one where you're mad at your mom. That's going to be the first one. Right? Well, okay. I assume that I assume <laughs> that you, at this point, you've transitioned out of poetry to some, as far as music's concerned, and writing mad songs about your mom. What's your songwriting process like today? Well, definitely, I am spending time in the Word. Um, and then just honestly, God sometimes just drops these ideas in my head. And I may be even telling a story. Um, and then when I say something, it just stands out. And I am and I really feel like God says, that's a song you need to write. Hmm. And just conversations you're having with people, it, it comes randomly, these themes and these ideas. And so sometimes I'll bring them to the piano and um, I'll start playing a couple chords and just start worshiping and seeing what comes out. Mm. And so that's kind of like the beginning process. And sometimes I end up getting a big chunk and then I take that to Nashville and I'm, and I share it with my friends. And then we end up, we end up finishing the song or writing something better. Yeah. I love it. And so I'll always love that question because everybody's different. And I just love to hear like, what is yours? Because everybody has to find their own way. There's no magic bullet. There's no like, this is this is how it's going to happen. Everybody finds, you know, this is how I do it. Well, right. you know, so for you, it's, you know, it's through just kind of inspiration as you're going through the rhythm of life. Do you ever, do you ever like hit something? You're like, you know, like, I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> like, I don't want to, do is that ever a challenge? Are there challenges for you as far as like trying to kind of open that gate a little bit? Um, Things that I may not want to sing about. Is that what you're saying? Mm-hmm. You know what? That it. There are some topics that need to be sung. You know, David wrote a lot of psalms, yeah. and there, there's so many themes in there. And so, I think some of the stuff needs to be talked about, but it, maybe it could be said in a creative way, to where it's just not like a. You know, it can be um, hard for some people to take, like songs about forgiveness, songs about yeah. like you know, those are tough songs. Yeah. So yeah. I love that. I love what you said about, you know, one, 
we need to talk about a lot of stuff, <laughs> you know, and two, do it in a creative way. You know, let's bring some creativity to it. And uh, it kind of begins to break down some walls. Again, we're here with Yveth Luna, YvetheLuna.com, here on Behind the Tunes at the Visible Music College Studio. Yveth, there are a few things like live music. It's incredible. So many great things happen, these magical moments. But there's some goofy stuff that happens along the way, too. Is there a most embarrassing onstage moment that sticks out to you so far? Um, let's see. <laughs> You know what? This is actually really funny. Um, I remember I was singing at a church years ago and I don't know. I can't really think of something embarrassing with me, but it was just such a weird moment. Someone came up to the front row and was eating popcorn or a burger. I don't know what it was. It was like a Christmas service. Um, and I just I almost started laughing and just <laughs> stopped. I, it was the most random thing. So yeah, it's that was a story. <laughs> people don't know the goofy stuff that happens from other people in those type of situations. Like you're yeah. just up there trying to lead. Was it like a worship night type thing? It was a worship night. Yeah. And they walked up with a burger <laughs> and we're <laughs> <They're> eating just... <laughs> and just like watching. It's like, <laughs> Just, I'm just like, what is happening right now? <laughs> yeah, I, I wish you'd be like, listen, I'm going to need you to finish that outside. I can't do this. I can't work like this. There's a guy in a burger <laughs> up here. Like, what are we supposed to do? I was, uh, it made me think about it this time. I was, and people don't, and I don't know the situation of the church you're in, but I, some of the places yeah. that we end up, you know, it's kind of like, how did I, like, you're looking around, like, how did I get it here? And, uh, and so there was this one particular time I was leading somewhere and I was leading a song. And, um, and like these kids just walk up on the stage out of nowhere and start doing like sign language, presumably to the song. I don't know because I don't know sign language, but, but I'm like, I'm like leading, but then you're like, like looking out of your eye over here, you're trying to figure out like what is what is happening over here. And then like nobody, but nobody's like, hey, let's not, you know, maybe not right now. Let's get these kids. No, they were just like, isn't that precious? Isn't that precious? These children up here. So yeah, people don't know. People that people that don't, they think this leading in church thing is just uh easy peasy. Listen, no, we got people coming up on the stage yeah. doing weird stuff, eating hamburgers in the front row. Pray for us. Pray for us. We're hanging by a thread. So, yeah. I love it. Oh, we're wrapping up here with Yvette Luna. Yvette Luna. Dot com here on Behind the Tunes. Yvette, I like to end with a little rapid fire. You got your game face on? Let's do it. I'm ready. What's the last Halloween costume that you remember wearing? This is a great question. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Oh, oh um, uh, what's the girl from to Toy Story? Jesse. Jesse. Jesse from Toy Story. You were Jesse from Toy Story. I accept that. Mm. How long? How long ago? Was it was this. freshman year in college. Okay, so, okay. A while ago. I hope it was going to be like, <laughs> I was seven, you know, because that would be me. Like, I hated Halloween. I hated, I was like, I got to go to strangers. I'm just going to strangers' houses and not. they're going to give me, I, nobody comes to our house. I only eat the candy from our house. So anyway, I get it. Mine, mine would be Zorro when I was seven. <laughs> anyway, all right, moving on. That's Enough awesome. about me. Enough about me. Favorite junk food? 
Ooh, um, purple Doritos, spicy sweet Doritos. Purple Doritos. Mm-hmm. You know, I think someone else said that recently. I have to think of that. Uh, favorite ice cream flavor? Uh, vanilla. Me I too. Like yeah. <laughs> Name one of the seven dwarfs. Grumpy. How long does it take you to get dressed in the morning? Mm, depending on what where I'm going to. So as as little as ten minutes to like forty. <laughs> That's acceptable range. How, uh, what color is your toothbrush? Mm, pink. In the movie about your life, the Aveth Luna story, what actress okay. would play you? I She just came up because you said Zorro. Catherine, Z, what's her name? You got it? The oh. girl from Zorro. Yeah, Catherine, Catherine. Zeta-Jones. Catherine yes, Zeta-Jones. Sir. <laughs> okay, I love that. If you could be any Marvel character, who would it be? Mm. Oh gosh, I forgot the name. The one that um the one that has the gosh. Yeah, go ahead. No, keep going. That's fine. She has like the the stick and she's hitting people with it. The stick is hitting Red, people. Scarlet Scarlet Johansson. Oh, oh, kid. oh, Black Widow. Black, Black Widow. Widow, yeah. Yeah, yeah. What's funny is I I don't know much about it myself. So it's always a funny question because either people are like, this person are like, I don't really know. I don't know the answer to that question. What's your favorite board game? Um, Monopoly, classic. You have a time machine for one day. When and where do you go? Mm, my wedding day, two months mm. ago. <laughs> You're just there. You wait a little while you go back. Favorite cartoon growing up? Um, of what's it called? Um, the one with the mouse and the, Tom and Jerry. Oh, it's a classic. Mm-hmm. It's still on. You can still watch that. You can still it watch is. it. Yeah, I watched it when uh when my kids are getting dressed in the morning. I turn it on because it's it's interesting enough to have something on without distracting them from putting their shoes on. So, right. Last but not least, something you hate that everyone else loves. Something I hate that everyone else loves. Hmm. Oh gosh, this is such a hard decision. Um, I hate a lot of things. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I don't like eggnog. That's fair. It's yeah, I don't maybe, either. Maybe I haven't tried the best flavor yet. So yeah. You know, I get to the point. If you're having to, if you're having to be like, let me keep trying the other flavors. It's just not that good. Or you just don't like it. I don't like it. But I, but a lot of people do. So I accept that. It's a good answer. Eggnog. She hates it. <laughs> you guys love it. You can have hers and mine. She's Yvette Luna. YvetheLuna.com. Yvette, thank you so much for being on Behind the Tunes. You've been a ton of fun today. Thank you. It's been so much fun.